Bless, O Lord, us, thy servants, who minister in thy temple. Grant that what we say with our lips, we may believe in our hearts, and what we believe in our hearts, we may practice and show forth in our lives. Amen. Amen. Good morning. <laughs> I'm Abby, and I'm a youth here at Christ in St. Luke's. <laughs> I have been a long time youth at Christ in St. Luke's. This has included me choosing to be baptized at the age of eight, right back there. I have sung in the choristers for 10 years, and I have participated in literally any and every youth event that our church has to offer. Most Sundays, you can find me in the soprano section with the adult choir, and my Sunday afternoons are filled with Episcopal Youth Board meetings, CSL teen wellness circles, and of course, youth group meetings. And I am so excited to speak to you guys today on Youth Sunday. An important thing to know about me is that I am a senior in high school. I am in that part of life where I'm at the brink of becoming an adult, but I have to make really big and really scary decisions that feel like they're going to affect the rest of my life. Decisions like, what professions do I have an interest in? Do I want to move far away from my family? Am I comfortable with having student loan debt? Do I want to join the military? What do I want from a college? Do I even want to go to college? I think about those decisions constantly. As a young child, I dreamed that I would attend an Ivy League college like Harvard or Yale, or I'd move across the country and go study on the West Coast. I was gonna move far away and go to one of these magnificent schools that everybody knew the name of. That's the path I planned for myself, and that's the path that I told everybody about for years. But of course, things shifted. <laughs> I was a child and the path I planned changed. During the pandemic, the isolation of quarantine led to me developing an anxiety disorder that makes it difficult for me to adjust to new situations. At the start of the 2021 school year, I threw up every morning because I was so nervous to go to school and my mind constantly ran rampant with fears about basic interactions and tasks. As a sophomore, I decided that if I could barely make it through a day of school, there was no way I could make it through college far away from home. I quickly dashed any and all dreams of an Ivy League or the West Coast and instead only looked at colleges that were at most three hours away because I couldn't bear the thought of failing at college and not having my family nearby to support me. But that was two years ago, so of course things have changed even more and, my, and the plans of my path have become vastly different. I've now been all over the country touring all types of colleges. I've stayed on so many college campuses for so many different things and I've developed a foolproof list of qualifications to tell if a college is worth me furthering researching it. One, do they offer geology or earth science majors? Two, do they offer music majors? Two, A, do they have Mr. Kevin Kwan level music majors? <laughs> More specifically, do they have Mr. Kwan level choirs? Three, are they a small school? Four, and the most important one, is there an Episcopal ministry group on campus? It never dawned on me before this year that an Episcopal community that nurtures my faith can be a factor on where I want to attend college. I am deeply rooted in my faith and it is vital to who I am. I adore everything about the Anglican tradition, but I never considered that it could be an influence on my college decision-making process. In fact, I had never considered God within my college decision-making process. Post-secondary planning does not seem holy or sacred or even praiseworthy at some points. 
but it is one of the many paths that I will have to walk in my life. And every path that I walk in my life is one carved out for me by God. And that is true for each and every one of us. The hard truth that I am finding out, which I'm sure all of you have, is that life isn't made of straight, simple lines that bring us to where we need to go. Often along the way, we face immense suffering and challenges hard beyond belief, but we have to take comfort in that we are not walking that path alone. And while the road may be hard, there are endless blessings along the way. Bringing it back to the scripture. The Israelites walked the desert for 40 years. They faced hunger and thirst and the general suffering that comes with uprooting your life and wandering the desert in search of the Holy Land. They held true in their hearts that the Lord would lead them and as a community, they faced the hardships that those 40 years held in store for them. And in return, the Lord provided miracles. There's something very similar between us and the Israelites. Although we may not read it as much because miracles are amazing stories to be told, the Israelites were not always experiencing miracles. While there were these big logic-defying acts that strengthened their faith, there were also the simple acts of God that got them through the day. Imagine with me. These acts could range anywhere from the weather being pleasant, like as pleasant as it can get in a desert, someone learning a new useful skill, a child saying these, their first words, coming together in song or prayer as a community, or the low just feeling a little lighter because someone slept really well last night. Those aren't big biblical stories though, but it's what the everyday existence of every person looks like, ancient Israelite or modern millennial. As we walk these hard roads, we can be graced with pure miracles that show us God is truly there and make the road seem so much easier because we know we are not walking alone. But God is with us on this walk. Miracles are not. Sometimes an act of God might just be drinking your coffee at the perfect temperature or hitting all the green lights on your way home or anything that just makes your day a little better. It's simplistic and can be hard to notice, but can make the path seem so much easier. However, sometimes it can be that when the path is too hard, it's difficult to look around and see the beauty that surrounds you. I sometimes get in my head, as all of us can, and from anywhere from a few minutes to a few days, all I can think about is trying to make it down this post-secondary road that I'm walking right now. Trying to apply for scholarships, write college essays and supplementals, ask for teacher recommendations, research skills, schools, and pray that I fill out my FAFSA correctly. While college planning is not easy, there have been those simple mundane acts of God that have made it so much easier. I've started conversations with complete strangers. And I've gotten some of the best advice of my life from these strangers. This includes, but is not limited to, advice from a cashier at a dollar store, a woman who gave me a really bad haircut, and a dentist while they were cleaning my teeth. I've gone to travel to amazing campuses in my college search. My family has rallied behind me, and the support I've gotten from them is so life-affirming. I've gone to reflect and write about things I'm passionate about for my college essays. I've gotten recommendations for schools that have completely rocked my world and changed the direction I thought I was going in. And most importantly, I've gotten to be in community with those around me. Whether it be complaining to my friends about how hard it is to find scholarships, or seeing someone's face light up when I mention a certain college. And that has left me awestruck more times than I can count. Because God is present in all those moments, even the really bad haircut. 
It is so important to take the time to see the beauty of the path we are walking every once in a while because it reminds us that we are not alone and that it is not always suffering that we are experiencing. So we're going to practice this. We are going to take a moment as a congregation and we are going to recognize the blessings around us. I'm going to ask you to look to your left. Now look to your right. There was probably someone there. If not, there was someone behind you. If not, there's someone in front of you. And at the very least, I am here. So there's at least one other person in this space with you. We have all experienced some blessings this morning. We are here in community. We are surrounded by many other people who are siblings in Christ. And we get to be a part of this community for the entirety of the service, worshiping together as one body. A pretty amazing blessing, if I say so myself. All of us made it to church. We all braved through traffic and made it to tell the tale. Blessing right there. We all resisted the temptation to sleep in it on Sunday. And even if we slept through our alarm, we still made it here. Another blessing. We also made it through the first two hymns without anything detrimental happening. And this homily will be done soon too. So we made it halfway through the service without widespread crisis. Go us! We have so many blessings today. <laughs> to wrap this up, since a young age, I have tried to carve this path for myself, but it has constantly shifted and changed. I don't know where I'm going to college. I obviously have dream schools that I envision this next chapter of my life taking place at, but I can't control what will truly happen. That is at the mercy of the Lord. I walk this path, though, and wait to find where it will lead me. While there have been struggle and strife, there's also been love and joy and laughter all from the everyday mundane acts of the Lord. I've had to deal with hard truths of this path and the cost that the destination will cost, like leaving my family behind and being on my own for the first time. But I won't truly be alone because the Lord is with us no matter where we walk. As you face your own paths with challenges and struggles galore, take the time to see the simple mundane acts of God and know this path that you are walk you are not alone because God is with you. Take with you as you walk forth on your path that every step you take is holy, every breath you breathe is righteous, and no matter what, the spirit of the Lord flows through you because you are a child of God, putting up a good fight on the path you have been given, miracles or not. Amen. Amen.